0: Welcome to issue 147 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Bill, aka Board Game Lawyer. And joining me today is my buddy Steve. How you doing today, Steve?
1: Good. How's it going, Bill? Glad to have you back.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to be back too. Thanks for the invite. Always yeah. like hanging out with you guys. And then also tonight we have my other buddy, Daniel. How you doing, my friend? Good evening, sir. Welcome back.
2: What a delight right. to have
0: you. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me back. And um looks like the lair smells the same. <laughs> for well <laughs> better or
1: worse. Yeah. We cleaned things up, and then it just got dirty again. So it's like, eh, why bother? Mike doesn't do the dishes. Right.
0: Yeah. I I knew there was something missing. No, Mike. Hi, Mike. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Mike can't be with us tonight. Uh, He's currently battling some, one of these uh, Spider-Verse, quote-unquote, heroes. So uh, he'll join us eventually again. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. Well, that'll be good. Hey, Daniel, I got a question for you. What's on your mind tonight?
2: Well, Bill, I am so delighted that you asked. Um, what's on my mind tonight is glowing positivity in the form of another five-star review, Steve. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This one is entitled Best Villains in the Biz. And it mm-hmm. comes to us from Great Action, which is a wonderful, a wonderful name. Anyway, Great Action says this. I've been a long-time listener and just realized I've not left a five-star review yet. I may need a bit more minion training. Anyway, this is my favorite MC podcast. As far as I know, it's the only one to really drill into the encounter cards. Looking for any fun modular villain combos? Well, you've come to the right place. I also highly recommend the Discord channel. So if you haven't started listening yet, what are you waiting for? Don't take too long either. You would want to be on the wrong side of these scheming villains when they unleash their super evil, sure to fail villainous plan that the heroes will most assuredly disrupt. <laughs> All true. Great action. Thank you so much for those kind words.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much. Uh, long time listeners. Ooh. I love seeing the reviews. I mean, yeah. we're Sorry. villainous enough to toot our own horn. So thanks. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, We get plenty of one star reviews, but we never read them. So <laughs> yeah. Um, Steve, I think he's right. This is the only podcast to really drill into the encounter cards, as far as I know.
1: If there are any other ones, we'll have to uh, destroy them and take yes, over there. Their... Won't be around <laughs> for long. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Steve, he does mention this Discord channel business. What is that? Where is that? Where can our our friends find that?
1: Right, Mike mentions that you can find us on Discord with our various handles. We mm-hmm. are always floating around on the Marvel Champions Community Content Discord. That's really the one run by Kennedy Hawk and the Marvel Champions right. Monthly guys. We are also on the main Marvel Champions LCG community server. At least I am. Um, so if you're looking for us, you can find us on either one of those servers. And and the the first one I mentioned, we have our own little channel, and you know
0: um, they're nice enough to host a little secret layer for us there. So.
1: yep
2: that's where I do all my chat. Yep, come chat with us. Yep.
0: That is always my favorite discussions too. So. Yep, they're yeah. great. What a nice review, you guys got. He says he's your, this is your fa- his favorite podcast. Nice.
2: His favorite MC podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: okay. We'll just say it But I mean,
2: you know what? I should have just yeah. edited that out. Thank you, Great Action, that this is your favorite podcast.
0: <laughs> we know
2: that there's a lot out there, so thank you for choosing us.
1: Yeah, if you're looking for another podcast, check out Daniel's solo project, The Canon Reviewed. You can find it on all your podcatchers. Well, thank you, Steve.
2: It's fun. Yeah. It's been a good time. Um, well, thank you, Steve. Yeah. Well, whenever we have a splendid guest like Bill, Steve, something's up. We don't just let anyone into the lair. So what what's happening tonight?
1: Yeah, Bill is here. We are going to do a Shadows of the Past for Spider-Gwen. Mm. Uh, so we're going to take a look at her nemesis. And the board game lawyer is going to school us in mm. everything lizard. Right? Lizard. All right. Yep. Yeah, is it sure lizard or the lizard? I don't know. Let's find out. Okay, mm-hmm. waiting on you, Bill.
0: I just call him. Well, <laughs> you know what? He is the lizard. He is okay. Ms. Dr. Kurt Connor. Uh, he first appeared in the Amazing Spider-Man number six, and this is this is one of those classic characters. He uh, came out in November, 1963. Ooh. So next year he okay. turns sixty years young. You know, and that's that's, I say young because that's if you know anything about the animal kingdom, that's relatively young for a reptile. Some of them can live for quite some time. And um, while doing research on this character, I I thought that I was thinking of you, Daniel, in particular, because I know that you're always trying to find ways to identify with mm. the villain and sympathize with them, kind of yeah. understand, get behind the psyche of of the villain, and so. Yeah. I, I, I think that as we go through this origin story this evening, that you'll find that he is probably one of the most identifiable villains that we have learned about so far. Um, well, I've I'm, lis-
2: I'm very excited now.
0: I've listened to all your shows so far. And some of those guys, they're a real stretch, right? Trying to yeah. identify with them. you know. And, and so in this particular case, let's... Let's see what we learn here about the Lizard. So, of course, we mentioned earlier that the Lizard, uh, Kirk Connors, a little backstory about him. He was raised in the southern part of Florida near the Everglades. Uh, He was a gifted surgeon who also enlisted in the U.S. Army. And so while he was in the Army, he performed emergency battlefield surgeries on the wounded. Um, He himself was in war and unfortunately, he was wounded in war when a bomb went off, destroying his arm, and it needed to be amputated.
2: Ooh.
0: So fortunately, he survived, you know, and he returned to civilian life. He got married. He and his wife, they had a son uh, that they loved very much. They named him Billy. And so uh, he, he really did. He loved his family. He took care of them. He was a good man. He was a good husband. He was a good father. And so, so far, so good, right? Sounds sounds like somebody that we would like to hang out with. So uh, he's also a good doctor. He's a good scientist. He's really a geneticist. And in time, he began experimenting with DNA, uh, particularly the DNA of lizards. And he did this with the hope of developing a serum that would replicate the lizard's ability to regrow limbs. I don't know if you've ever seen that before or... You know the predator attacks yeah. the lizard, and you know he pops off his tail, and and he's you know, the predator's over there playing with the tail while he's he's scurrying off into the brush. So um, it kind of makes sense that this doctor would dive into this as being his specialist uh, specialty, because you know in medicine it appears that um, when someone is suffering from a particular illness or or disease that that's something that they begin to really dive into and learn about and try to uh, help help out the community with right so so in this case he's an amputee so after months of experimentation he finally develops a serum that he begins to test and he first tests the serum out on a rabbit that's missing its leg and i'm i I didn't get the backstory as to why this rabbit's missing its leg you know it's Maybe he got caught in a trap or something like that. But, you know, he gave the serum to this rabbit, and within an hour, it grew back a new leg.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So the hope was is that, that he could use this in humans to help them to be able to grow back limbs that they had lost. For example, they lose, they lose their legs, give them the serum, it grows back their legs. It grows back their arms. Uh, it could even grow back something as intricate as an eyeball or repair the heart. And so as comic books go, you know, this guy starts to test this thing out on himself, you know, and, and sometimes uh, that's where it starts to go south, right? When they start I don't yeah. see what could go yeah. wrong with
2: this. Yeah,
0: yeah, so, but you know what, it, he was successful. He was able to uh, grow back his new arm, and so just stop and think about that for a second. He was able to grow back an entire limb. I mean, yeah, that's, that's success, right? I mean... Yeah, pretty, that
1: would pretty uh impressive actually
0: I mean this would be the greatest medical feat of all time if someone was able to do that and it and it certainly was his hope to share this research to share this serum with all humanity and do uh, like you guys say at the beginning of the show to to benefit the entire planet and so what a noble cause so are are we still liking this guy so far absolutely he sounds great yeah. yeah and um so think about the Potential that that could open up for people to healing, and so I'm I'm in, you know. Was... But there was uh, unfortunately a terrible unforeseen side effect, and that is that his arm began to turn green, started Ooh. started growing scales, and then gradually this would spread throughout his entire body, and it turned him into a vicious looking humanoid lizard. Uh, but it didn't stop there. Now now it's it's beginning to affect his mind, right? And he knew this was happening, yeah. And so he needed to act quickly to try to reverse this problem, but it was to no avail. Uh, he was slipping further and further into the monster. And he realized that soon he that he would become a threat to his wife. He would become a threat to his son. And so in one final act of nobility, he left a note warning them to go where it is safe and to not come back. And so you, you see, I don't know if you saw on the panel there, he's in tears as he's writing this yeah. to, to yeah. his family. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I know just talking to you, Steve, talking to you, Daniel, I know that you both love your, 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 family, your pets very much. And so, you know, you do the same thing, right? You don't want to put your family in harm's way. And so I that's why go. I say, that's, that's why I say, mm-hmm. you know, we can really identify with this man. But in the meantime, of course, word spreads that this terrible lizard creature is terrorizing the Florida swampland. Um, the press—they're uh, relentless on this guy. I mean, they won't leave him alone.
1: Yeah, just leave the guy alone, right?
2: Yeah, uh, just leave the but guy alone. But no. slowly, this like lizard brain is taking over, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, people got he can keep... still talk. He could... I, I assume he can still talk. You uh, maybe with a little. Okay. Little Lisp, possibly, but okay. uh you know people just got to keep poking at him. They they keep provoking him, and after all, I mean it's Florida, it's the '60s. It's just a piece of worthless swampland, right? Right. Or, or was it? Now think about the backdrop for the story. The setting is the 1960s, right? And so, what massive commercial venture was secretly taking place in Florida, in the Florida swamplands? Back in the 1960s, you got any ideas of what could be taking place there? Hmm.
2: Uh, I don't think oh, it's yeah. Disney. Uh...
0: No, no, yeah. yep. Actually, well, I'm that not mean... going to go any further there. You know, you guys are tight with the FFG guys, and they partner with the mouse. So we're not going to, like, start pointing fingers or anything like that there. But <laughs> <laughs> But we will say that, you know, neighbors, they could either be the best thing in the world, or they could be... You know, the worst thing in the world, right? And apparently the lizard's not happy with his new neighbors. Uh, he's had enough, so he just kind of finally snaps and starts going after these people. Now, in the modern world, when somebody snaps, uh, where do they find themselves? They become stars on YouTube, right? And you've <laughs> seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I happen You're... to see you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've seen it. You know, a person's at Walmart. They're not getting their way. They start to throw a fit. Then what happens? Here comes all the cell phones and instant celebrity. So, but back in the 1960s, YouTube was the newspapers. And that's how word spread. And so, which so-called hero works for one of the biggest newspapers? Oh, it's that
1: foul web crawler, Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so... Yeah, Peter Parker. He he decides to seek out his own fifteen minutes of fame. So he decides he's going to travel all the way down to Florida to contain this horrible menace, this, this terrible, awful, vicious creature. Yeah, oh boy, our our boy Spider Man, right? So, um, and then uh, Jay Jonah Jameson. You know, he, he ends up going with him. But you know, Jay Jonah, he can see right through Spider Man. He's very keen. He knew that Spider-Man wasn't all he was advertised to be, and why do I say that? Well, you know Peter works for the newspaper, right? So he could pick up his own copy of the newspaper there in the office. But no,
1: it's like he steals one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's stealing a newspaper from a vendor there on the street without pay. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? You know, this is a hero, right? That's, well, just goes to show you, it's theft.
1: Yeah. Well, he is one of those uh, youngins that Daniel sometimes has too much sympathy for. I mean, the guy mm-hmm. can't pay his rent, so what are the chances he's going to afford a newspaper? Yeah. Yeah. Eh, yeah. yeah. still.
0: Well, the evidence is right there. All
1: right, so he gets a newspaper and reads about the lizard, I'm taking, yeah. I am taking. take it?
0: Yeah, so uh, let's go back to the lizard. So now he's a villain, and he's going to do what any good villain does. He's going to gather minions. And in the Florida Everglades, there is no shortage of suitable minions. Obviously, there's lots of giant alligators there, so that would be perfect. And uh, you guys like to have some alligator, trained alligators guarding the entrance to your lair. So,
1: yeah, I love that. Love that. Some laser beams on their heads. Yeah, nice.
0: Yeah, you could kid him out however you like. And uh, so the lizard, he concocts a serum that helps these animals that work together uh, to bring peace and unity to the swamp and ultimately oh. to the whole world, right? So another noble wait, cause. Wait a
2: minute, wait a minute, Bill. He can concoct a serum to do that, but he doesn't have, like, his his human brain is too far gone that he can't do a serum to get himself back?
0: Well, apparently he, he still has that, uh, he still has that villainy in him. <sighs> yes, I guess.
1: That's the shaky part of the story, but okay. Yeah.
0: A little shaky there.
1: <laughs> well, maybe, you know, one one is just easier than the other. Could it's, be. Yeah. You know. Okay, so he's got a layer full of g- giant crocodiles to take out Spider-Man. I approve. I like it.
0: So, um, <laughs> but even Spider-Man can see the good in this man. So he decides to use his ability to help him to reverse the side effects, thus bringing Kirk Connors back to his human form. Uh, reuniting him with his family, but no arm, fortunately. So he still is missing his arm. But a lesser man, he would have given up right, at this. So it would have been the end of the story, never heard from him again. But not Kurt Connors. No, he's still pursuing the serum that can help all of mankind. But unfortunately, uh, with the similar results throughout the years, you know, he, which obviously puts him at odds with many of the heroes in the Marvel Universe, for example, the X-Men. Uh, they were right there. You know, We're right in the middle of a wave of the X-Men right now. And um, what we learn in future comics is at one point, Kirk Connors and Professor X were colleagues. So in another attempt to develop his serum for safe use, uh, it again results in Connors being transformed into the lizard. But with the help of Professor X and the X-Men, a beast, angel, they track down the lizard. Iceman puts him into hibernation so that they could find and develop a cure. And so it goes. So he would have he would then continue to have this this long and storied career over the next sixty years. Apparently over time it became apparent that his this second personality would begin to start to take over and it put a little strain on his family. I don't want to go into a lot of that, but there's a lot of iterations of the lizard And uh, he is revered as one of the great villains in Marvel lore. And he's a prominent member of Spider-Man's Rogue Gallery. Well, I got a question for you, Bill. What
2: is, I mean, he's pretty old and Gwen Stacy's not. So (laughs) how how is he her nemesis?
0: That is an interesting question. Um, I did find one interaction between the lizard and Gwen Stacy. And I made it as part of a little trivia for you guys tonight. Would you be interested in doing a oh. little trivia about that? About the about the oh. So this is I'm calling this Leaping Lizards Trivia, questions related to reptiles, both fact and fictitious. And so um hmm. I got a little quiz for you. Oh all right. Um Usually,
1: uh, we, sometimes I'll ask the quiz. Daniel will pop one on us. This is fun. This is great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, I've got a few questions here. There is a prize at the end, so you know. This, <sighs> I guess right. I, I guess this is uh, Daniel versus Steve.
1: You're going down, Daniel. You're going down. I,
2: I imagine that's true. Taking
1: you down to the Everglades.
0: All right. <laughs> 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 so that uh, the first question has to do with Ghost Spider's nemesis. Uh, it has to do with the lizard here. So it's a true or false question. Gotta find a way to keep track of score here. Uh, so, do we just
1: shout out if we know the answer, or you can ask one of us?
0: Let's see. Uh how about in this case you, guys, write it down you secretly. guys you guys could both answer out loud and I'll write down whether or not you're right or wrong. So and I'll give you the answers as we go. So uh Ghost Spider's Nemesis. Uh, in Ghost Spider Annual, Volume One, Issue One. This is from two thousand and nineteen. So yeah, Daniel, this is a uh, rather Current event: Gwen Stacy encounters the lizard. So true or false is this the original, real life, flesh and blood Kurt Connors from way back in 1963? Do you think? I think that's
1: no. Uh, I'm going to say yes, just so to be different.
0: So Steve's going to say just to be different, yes. But unfortunately, no. This is not the real life, flesh and blood Kurt Connors from oh. all the way back in 1963. So. Daniel jumped out there. He gets the first point. Who it was. Uh, so this will just kind of help us with the lore here. Um, the lizard was an android. Based on Kurt Connors. He was created by Arcade to torment Spider-Man. And Spider-Man never managed to step in the trap. Kind of a dud. Uh, but years later, the trap was triggered by, ghost, uh, by Spider-Man's ally, Ghost Spider. It's uh, Gwen Stacy here. So uh, the lizard fought her, but ultimately he was destroyed by her. So it was a big robot. So, so the lizard—that's
1: sh- her nemesis—is just a robot version a robot of the lizard. Of the lizard.
0: That's what I'm finding. I mean, there, oh boy, there, there may be some other lore, but yeah. Well, <laughs> this
2: kidding. is this is their way of of saying that she really never had an nemesis, right?
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah we, have, be. we have other heroes that have a nemesis that has little to no relation to them, so it's fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, now you did say that, like. The lizard is a you know, it's a common foe for Spider Man, and then Gwen is like in the Spider Verse and there's all the, you know, all the Spider people now, and there's the Sinister Six and there's all these different ones. So it's some sort of reason to bring lizard into the game by attaching her to, to Ghost Spider here.
0: Yeah. Okay. It kind of reveals um another kind of sinister I don't know if you guys have talked about arcade before, but arcade is the one who who built this lizard robot? And that name
2: does not sound familiar to me. Have we talked about him, Steve?
0: No, I don't think so. But
1: like, I, some sort of like devious, like the Riddler kind of thing, right? Like makes these traps or these games that are deadly. Is, if yeah. they, is that right? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So arcade. Uh, I think I first remember reading him in X Men comics. He was kind of an X Men villain early on, and he would make up these murder worlds. Where he would have like it would be like these animatronic um, like Chuck E. Cheese terrible looking (laughs) characters that were that he would use to try to he'd kidnap the heroes throw them in there and then try to find their weakness so um, kind of a bad guy I think he I don't know if he ripped off his parents or he might even have killed his own parents to get their money but uh, but yeah arcades pretty so he's kind of the guy behind this lizard is what I is what I found. So that makes it a little bit more sinister, the fact that this is kind of a, a minion of a hidden villain, right? So that, that's at least what I found on this one. So I thought that was interesting. So Daniel gets the point for that one. Yay! Oh. I think we should call it right here.
1: No, I don't think so. Let's keep going. <laughs> that was
0: number <laughs> two. Fine. All right, so number two... Uh, Mention, I mentioned earlier that reptiles live for a long time. So, how old is the current oldest living reptile? So, you get to guess the age of the um, oldest living reptile.
2: Bill, it is a sea turtle type thing, and it's 195.
0: 195 is your guess. Okay, so I'm gonna yeah. say 191,
1: and it's without going over. Price is right rules. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like Steve's letting me win. I'm making the rules. So it's the closest one to it. So I am amazed that you guys knew that this giant tortoise named Jonathan was hatched in 1832. Whoa. So 1832. I think that's like 80 years before the Titanic sunk. But this turtle was hatched. So that means that currently he is 190 years old. This turtle. What? Steve's got it. Steve, you got it. I mean. Yeah. Aside here, I uh,
1: there's a nature center near us that has a tortoise that's like forty, and we're looking at it like this thing's gonna be here forever because it's pretty <laughs> young. So yeah,
0: I I'm amazed that you guys knew that there was I, I I when I looked it up I couldn't believe that there's something an animal that's lived that long. So that's pretty cool. Well,
2: one one sea turtle thing uh, died recently that was over two hundred. Wow. And that was that was a big
0: deal. You guys are trivia experts, I tell you. Yeah, so, one to
2: uh, one, Steve.
0: All right, so our next question is a multiple choice question. It says, uh, hmm. uh, "Well, it, it's basically based on." I had some family visit me recently from Australia, and they were talking about a lot of the critters that are down there in Australia. It's a scary place if you've never been. i oh, never right. Yeah, it's uh, so beachgoers avoid the northern beaches of Australia because of the presence of saltwater. Crocodiles, and so those would be terrifying minions, even more than those alligators, right? But the the length of an adult male salt saltwater crocodile what's the max length of an 22 adult... feet? 20... Hey,
1: you gotta slow down! Can't give me a chance to answer first one of these times. <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna piggyback off all your well, as, soon as soon as I as
2: soon as I scream 22 feet, I remember Bill said it was multiple
1: choice. Multiple choice. <laughs> I'm gonna wait to hear all the options.
0: Oh no. <laughs> Well, it was a. It was a, okay. I'll, I'll just go ahead and read the question. I'll read the, uh, the answers, possible answers. So, A, okay. twelve feet. Far, far cry from where you were, Daniel. The second one, B, fifteen feet. C, nineteen feet. D, twenty-three feet. I
1: would say twenty-three
0: feet. Twenty-three feet <laughs> is the answer.
1: Uh, Daniel, you're so <laughs> close, though. I mean, uh, that was you know. yeah, that was pretty good. You now, what
2: if I had accidentally said twenty-three? Would we both get the point?
0: Um, yeah, those things are
2: monstrous. Oh, my God. Can you imagine?
0: That's, that's big. 23 oh. feet long. I mean, that's about as long as a layer in here, 23 feet. And what's mm. what's terrifying is that they can run like 15 to 18 miles per hour. Guys can, can book it really? across there. I mean, faster than me. I can't run that fast. So, yeah, wow. So that's why a lot of people avoid the beaches of Australia. So, All right. So here, okay, we'll do the first one to answer. Since okay. that seems to be the uh, yeah, all right way okay. that we like to play. So get ready, Steve. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Land of the Lost television show series produced oh, wow. by Sid and Marty oh. Croft. Remember that back in nineteen seventy four to seventy. Giving away your age. stacks? Yes. No. Steve, stacks, you remember. jumped out there. It says in that series there is a race of green humanoids with reptilian yes! feet. Are you serious? I
2: was going to say <laughs> yeah. the one with the sea stacks, but I figured. Oh, I'm so <laughs> mad right now.
1: <laughs> I do not know what the question was. I was just commenting. <laughs> That's so good. Jeez. This. Oh,
0: jeez, that, that was amazing, Steve. Come on, okay. nice work, Steve. So, Steve, did you Jerk. watch? Did you watch that show? Uh, I Ross?
1: did. As a, I
0: was pretty young.
1: Um, Daniel probably remembers it better than I do. I mean, not very
2: well, but I remember. He's the
1: tortoise in the group. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I do remember it vaguely. <laughs> So and then I remember the really bad Will Ferrell remake movie
0: of it. So I never saw that. One. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Not really missing anything. But uh, but I did like the look of those sleet stacks. Those were cool, um, terrifying in a way because it looked like almost like insect eyes with a big horn mm-hmm. on their head. They were they were terrifying. All right, so we have question number five. Uh, score right now three to one. Steve, Daniel, I'll let you have this one. All right, <laughs> it's multiple choice and so uh, listen to the choices all right so when faced with a threat what special escape ability do lizards such as basilisks and collared lizards have basilisks and collared lizards they? so a is they can turn their bodies inside out making them nearly invisible (laughs) (laughs) i think that's what mike did tonight right um all right so b they can run on two legs c they have spikes on their heads that they can detach and launch at predators. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. And D, they can change their shape to resemble a rock. So A, turn their bodies inside out. B, run on two legs. C, shoot spikes out of their heads. Or D, they can change their shape I, to resemble a rock. I, I,
2: there are lots of lizards like, you know, the Jesus lizard and stuff that runs on two feet real fast. That's, I'm going to say B. Yeah.
0: And they take off
1: across the water so they can avoid yeah. their prey. Yeah, that's what hmm. I was thinking, too. Guys, but he didn't mention those lizards, did he? But I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it.
0: Okay. So yeah. you're both sticking with B? you both Kai on that one. You're right. They you run on two legs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. our next question. Uh, it's a multiple-choice question, and it has. we're going to loop back around to Marvel here with the lizard. Uh, so it's Marvel 1602. Have you heard of that series, Marvel 1602? It's like old school, like way back... Time machine, go back, Marvel, sixteen oh two. It's a pretty, it's a pretty neat series. There's, I, I read some of those books, but anyway, this is an alternate reality where the setting is like in the sixteen hundreds, right? So, in this, in this reality, Curtis Connors is a philosopher who's infected with the bubonic plague. Oh, so he creates an elixir that transforms him into a reptilian creature that resembled, and these are. The choices here, now, you may not have heard of that series, but you may have seen the rendering of it. So, A is Velociraptor, B, Stegosaurus, C, Gecko, or D, Elamonster. A, Velociraptor, B, Stegosaurus, C, Gecko, or D, Elamonster.
1: I'm going D. Oh, I was going to say D, but, okay, I can't, I, I'm, I'm going to say the Gecko, the Gecko
0: the Gecko, or the Gila Monster. Those are the two choices. And yep. the answer is Velociraptor. Marvel 1602, oh. Kurt Connors, looks like a Velociraptor. So, I was them.
1: not expecting that. Because you know, there's Velociraptors in the 1600s. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're just walking down the street.
1: Yeah, sure. Them in the Sleestags.
0: Alright, so uh, here's the last question, and... Is there a way that we could maybe get this to tie? Let's see. Okay. Yeah, this is
1: worth quadruple points. Yeah. Yep. What I'll do is what I'll
0: do is I'll ask the question and it's worth two points if you can answer it without the multiple choice. That way, oh, okay. it, that way you can yeah, just sure. jump right out of the gate there and, and score your oh, I like points. Alright. So I've named this quiz Leaping Lizards Trivia. What fictional character is known for that catchphrase? Leaping Lizards. Anybody want to take a guess before we start reading off the answers? Hold on a sec. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I had the book guy in mind on this one. But. What fictional character? Charlie, Charlie Brown. Leaping lizards. No. These, these answers. What's Charlie, Charlie Brown? Brown. Leaping lizards. Fictional character. Leaping lizards. All right.
2: I'm gonna say. Uh,
0: no, I want to hear the answers. Okay. So A. <laughs> Tom Sawyer. B. Little Orphan Annie. C, Huckleberry Finn, or D, Oliver Twist? Tom Sawyer. Hey, I think I'm Charlie Sawyer. Brown. Charlie Brown. <laughs> okay. I'll go Tom Sawyer. Charlie Brown is not the answer. Neither is Tom Sawyer. Sorry, it's Little Orphan Annie yeah. In, yeah. in her uh-huh. comic strip. Really? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Orphan Annie. So, anyhow, that's the quiz. I think that I mean
2: Excuse the question. My daughter was recently, but not recently, but eight years ago, in Annie, and I never heard anyone say that.
0: Okay, well, I guess you gotta read the comic strip. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the whole
1: quiz is is invalid now because yep. his daughter was yep. in a elementary school musical eight years ago. Yep. So yeah. no yeah. one said leaping. Lizard. No one said it once. So
0: yeah, you'll probably you'll probably hear it in Tom Sawyer now. It's probably what's gonna yep. happen. And then yeah, it's. So anyhow, uh, your choice of prize, Steve, congratulations for winning the quiz. Thank you. Very nice. You What a surprise.
2: I lost the quiz.
1: You know, (laughs) I really just stole your answer or just built off your already very close answer like three times. So you're just a better test taker or I cheat better. (laughs) You're a better villain. Yeah. 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 All right. I'll take it.
0: Just an observation, yeah. Daniel. You seem to do better. with trivia that's not related to Marvel. I, I mean, I'm, funny. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how the old yeah. turtles are, right? How long crocodiles are. So that's that's impressive. Thank you. Those are impressive. Yeah. 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 So we'll we'll stick with those next time. All right. So uh, you get to pick a hero pack, uh, Steve. You can either pick the Gambit hero pack or the Rogue hero pack. I know they haven't come out yet, but but you could pick either one. Wow! Wow! The gambit. Can is- I? Can I pick
1: one of them and give it away to one of our listeners?
0: Yes, you certainly can. You can do. All that. right. All right.
1: I think I'll do that. Do I have to pick the pack right now?
0: Well, tell you what. There's a run would runner, be easier for you. There's a runner-up prize too. So. Daniel, you get the other one. Whichever one, Steve, you want. And Daniel, you <laughs> uh, get the other one. So we're oh, Steve, talking.
1: can I have Rogue then? There's gonna be yeah, I was going to take Gambit because, you know, okay. I, I was uh, – this whole quiz was kind of a, a gamble. It was a gambit here. So yeah.
0: I, I'll, take, yeah, yeah, I'll take Gambit. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, I, I did see – And you know, unlike
2: Steve, I'm just keeping mine. Okay. Oh, who's the better villain now? I <laughs> <laughs> am right, kidding. This will definitely go – but I want to, it's going to be a contest that I make up, Steve.
1: Yes, I'll make up my contest. Perfect. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will let you folks know about this contest soon, but not today. Right. So if you want to win one of these packs, hold off on buying it. And, and Bill, thank you so much for offering hero packs. I mean, I'm sorry, offering nemesis packs Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to our listeners. What is, so. it, what
0: is it? The rogue set has the reavers in it? Is that right? Was it the Reavers? Yeah. You you guys, Mm -hmm. yeah. I can't remember what's in Gambit. I don't think they released it yet. I don't think I've seen it yet. Maybe, maybe that's something that you guys will have down the road to be able to boil. That'd be cool. (laughs) You're listening to FFG. All right. So that's the end of the (laughs) trivia.
1: Well, thank you, Bill. Your generosity is limitless. Hey, thank you. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Well, shall we look at some cards next? Yeah.
2: What's this all about?
1: Alright, so we're we're gonna look at Ghost Spider's Nemesis. This includes the one obligation, the five Nemesis cards, four by title, and can be found in the Sinister Motives campaign box. So Daniel, since Mike's not here, why don't you read us the obligation?
2: I will. I will. Hey, have either of you played Ghost Spider? Yes. I think
0: she's lots of fun. I will say that she kinda I mean during that block. During that wave, she kind of got overshadowed by Nova and Spider Suit and um, Iron Heart for me. So I don't have nearly oh, yeah. I don't have nearly as many games in with the two out of the out of the box as I do with the hero kits that came out. Those I really those are some of my favorites in the game. Yeah,
2: yeah, I took her through the campaign. I think she's great.
1: Yeah, she's a lot of fun, and um, she's fun if you. I think she plays well in aggression and protection. I haven't yep. used her in the other ones. So, Oh, look! Just in time! Hi, Mike! I am here
3: to read the Obligation!
1: Perfect! <laughs> That's exactly I... where we are!
3: Is
2: it really? Yes. Oh my, god. Oh my oh. god! Uh, What
1: time portal did <laughs> Hi right, thanks Kang. <laughs> we really are at the obligation and oh my god. Yeah. We were we were just talking about if we have played Ghost Spider. Have you played Ghost Spider Mike?
3: More than any other hero.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I wow. think she's fun in aggression, she's fun in protection. So.
3: maybe second to uh, Ms. Marvel.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: But yeah. I I am glad to hang out with you guys cuz I just don't have a lot of games with her at all. So maybe I'll I'll pick up something here as we go. Hey Mike, how are you? I'm good. How are you?
3: Doing good. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. Thanks
0: for having so, me. you know what Bill just did? We went
1: through the lore, then he he gave us a quiz which I won very villainously. <laughs> and then he gave us two Nemesis packs, uh Rogue and Gambit to give away to our listeners or to keep, oh. but we're going to give them away. So. Really? Yeah, and Mike Daniel and I decided that since I won and I picked Gambit, I get to choose the contest for Gambit, and Daniel gets to choose the contest for Rogue. So, uh, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fun.
3: <laughs> hey, you know what's not fun? What's not fun? A worried father.
1: Oh, you're right. Oh. Was,
3: yeah,
2: believe me, that's true.
3: <laughs> if that's all we have to deal with at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is a treachery! No, no this is an obligation. This is an obligation. Hey, yeah, I just got here.
2: <laughs> he's still woozy from the portal. Yeah,
0: he's played this. Right. he's played the, this a lot. The treachery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! I'm
3: Can you just up, drop me ten minutes in the future? And we're doing the treacheries. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Worried father is an obligation. Give to the Gwen Stacy player. Search your deck, hand, discard pile, and play area for George Stacy and set him aside. Attach this obligation to him. Alter ego action, exhaust Gwen Stacy, and remove this obligation from the game to add George Stacy to your hand. No other options to boost
0: icons. Yeah. Oh, that's it. So Bill, what do you think? From what I understand, this is a really bad one. When we're playing with Gwen Stacy. This is like one of the worst obligations out there is what I'm hearing. Um you're right. It it can be devastating at the wrong time, um,
1: yeah. because the George Stacy, I think it's a support card. Mm-hmm. You like you put cards under it. It become those cards become like cards in your hand. So you start building up these combos. He gets to hold them there for you, and then all of a sudden, poof, gone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the yeah. work
1: you've done is just gone.
0: I do have a question about that. Um, so it says, I've got it here in my hand, it says, events attached to George Stacy may be played as if they were in your hand. Action exhaust George Stacy. attach one event from your hand face down here to a maximum of three. And then, of course, Gwen Stacy has the ability to work with this to ready him. But whenever he is set aside because of this obligation, does his events go with him in the set aside? Nope. No. Okay, They get discarded. They
2: get discarded.
0: To discard pile. Okay, I was just...
2: That's why it can truly be awful. But I found 90% of the time he wasn't out yet, so it wasn't a huge deal.
1: And I could leave him
2: worried for quite some time.
1: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So if he hasn't come into play yet, it's sort of a fetch card for him. Yeah, it's actually good. They'll dig him out of your deck and put him you know put yeah. him out there and then you can flip and clear him and get him back into your hand mm. if he is it, if he is out it's pretty bad and it all oh, it sort of changes the tempo you might not want to play him you might not you might maybe you put him out but you're not really using him because you're worried about the obligation to coming up mm-hmm. um, so i've heard some people say they just won't play him until this comes through what the deck. yeah i mean no no you put him out immediately but, yeah yeah i take my chances mm. Yeah,
2: uh, I found that I wasn't putting three cards under him very much. I was using him for like next turn setup, kind of. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah
1: so, that's fine. Like he's just always an extra card in my hand. Right. Yeah. yeah. That that's the probably the most common use. I would think you're getting yeah. that one extra card, but sometimes it's a couple protection or the same. It's the same card, maybe. So you can only use one a turn or something like that. So the other one's there mm-hmm. for next turn. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I find what I tuck under there really depends on what aspect you're playing. Mm-hmm. Like if you're playing aggression, for example, you want her a thwart card under there so you can use it when necessary. You want it on demand. Yeah. Whereas if you're playing justice, you're going to want her attack card or just about anybody wants her, um, ignore this treachery card. Right. And then from there also like leadership has what two cards that trigger her innate ability. So if you want to trigger her every round, then you're probably going to end up stuffing a card or two underneath George just to have one for next turn.
0: Yeah. She's a, she's a thinky one. I like her. Yeah, and there's a, a lot of events in her hero kit. Let's see. there's Looks like there's 11 different events in the hero yeah. kit that, that, uh, that could take advantage of this persona, George Stacy. So, yeah, looks like you're going to build a realm. Trying to get him right. But I
2: feel like we've been talking about a hero a little too long, guys.
0: The point is, this
3: <laughs> father is so good that this treachery is that bad. Yeah. yeah. And by treachery I of course mean obligation again.
1: <laughs>
3: I mean it's so, basically a treachery because you have no
1: choice. But yeah, you can't cancel it. I mean there are some cards that cancel treacheries. They do exist. Not a lot, but there's nothing that cancels an obligation unless you're able to rearrange the deck, right? So. Yeah. Daniel, last week, I think it was, you were talking about like we did the prowler and you were cutting the kids some slack. This card does yeah. not cut any kids some slack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: I have a can I ask one last question about Gwen Stacy?
1: Is she the no. okay, I mean, gone? Anyway. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is she the only hero in the game that is actually officially dead? Or does she, she get dead. revived? She's dead. Doesn't she get killed by Spider Man when he tries to save her?
3: Oh, oh, sorry. This is Gwen Stacy from a different universe.
1: Of course, it is. All right. This is the
3: one, this is the Spider-Verse. This is where Gwen Stacy was bitten by the spider. Okay. So she's that Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. The other Gwen right. Stacy's
1: dead. Which is why okay. she has the abilities and powers and stuff. Sure. And that's why
3: in this one, in her universe, Peter Parker
0: dies. Hmm. Ah. Okay. Do you know uh, any other relationship between Gwen Stacy and the lizard? We talked about that earlier. H-hmm um, Yeah.
3: Uh, Which version is this? Is this the one where the lizard is Peter Parker?
0: Um, Ooh,
2: Will didn't tell us about that. (laughs) Oh, cool. Okay.
0: (laughs) I did see that Peter Parker was the lizard in one of the universes, but I I, I can't keep track of (laughs) it.
1: If we skip ahead to the side scheme, we will find out that this is the Peter Parker version. So, not the arcade robot version that we learned about earlier. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: Alright, but enough of this Gwen Stacy talk. Bill, tell us about the Lizard.
0: The Lizard. So, he is a minion with a scheme of one, an attack of three. He is a brute creature with hit points of five. He has a forced interrupt. When the villain phase begins, Heal one damage from the Lizard. Alright. What, what do you think of the Lizard, guys? I think he's got a blank text box.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, uh... I mean, it's <laughs> cool. You can't ping damage him. You have to one shot him. Um, I mean, he only has two boost icons as well. Yeah, like that's
0: too bad. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's a kind of
1: blank text. <laughs> uh,
0: He's a brute. That counts for something. I mean, yeah. what if what if he healed all the way up, Mike? Would that be better, or is it still just no? He needs can... more
3: hit points. He needs that healing to actually happen, right?
1: Yeah, because you're just gonna you're just gonna five
0: damage, shot him, and and be done with it. God, him.
2: if only there's a way to get him more hit points.
0: Huh? Probably impossible. There's, there's there's some neat interactions with brutes where we can you know keep them from being removed. But what do you got to play? Uh, let's see who was that, um, Mr. Hyde? Mr. Hyde? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Mr. No. There'll Hyde. Be a way to keep him around, but it's just so niche. Uh, <laughs> all right.
1: Okay, now I have a quiz for you guys. Oh. The lizard also has a different trait. You see that? Creature. Yeah. How many creature cards uh do we have? Player and encounter cards. Player and encounter? Mm-hmm. By title.
3: How many other ones do we have?
1: Yeah. All right. We'll we'll do the same thing that Daniel likes to do. Uh we have said the lizard. So now Bill's first so he gets to name a creature. Oh, card. okay. Okay. We'll go around until oh, we've run out of creature cards. All okay. right. Oh boy. Okay.
3: Oh, then I've already lost because I thought the
0: answer was zero.
1: <laughs> oh no! There's a oh, bunch. No, there's there's quite a few.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Um. Let's see. Um.
1: If Bill's struggling, can I go first? Daniel, what do you got?
0: I'm going to say the
1: I'm going to say the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Correct. Creature. Oh, r- nice. Mike okay. should have known that one.
3: Yeah, I, I, I should have. Okay. Any anybody <laughs> else have dinosaur? one? Um, is the green gobbler a creature? No. Well he should be.
1: Well he really should be. Um what about Cosmo? Nope. Really? Really. What about yeah, only like
3: dinosaurs or creatures?
1: Okay, I'll give you a clue. We <laughs> spoiled this card. Mm. Oh, the Recently. Kraken. The Kraken, correct.
0: Mm. Okay. 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 How about the drag uh, dragon?
1: Nope.
2: Ugh.
1: Uh Needhog? Oh. Needhog, correct. Okay.
2: Um... is the wolf?
3: Also yeah, then, one
1: then Fenrir. Oh, yes, what's its name? Fenrir. No, what's its name in Marvel? The... Okay, the Fenrir stand-in name is Garm, correct? Garm. Garm. Okay.
2: Um so what about things like Aragorn the horse?
1: Yes, Aragorn the horse right. is a creature. Bill, you got uh... any?
0: Well, I'm not doing too good tonight with the creatures. Well,
1: I'll give you I'll, I'll give you a clue, Bill. Uh there there's two options here. Both of them Swim around in the ocean and have big fins that stick oh, up. Okay. Or at least they're based off of those kinds of creatures. <laughs> oh, yeah. They so
0: got the star shark. The star shark. Star
1: shark. There you go. And, yeah. the, and the card shark. Card shark. Correct. Yes. And
2: oh.
3: Um... <laughs> oh. One left. Spider, spider's nemesis. Um, Morbius. Mm-hmm.
1: Morbius. Correct. Yes. So we got them all? A- yeah. Got them all. Aragorn, oh. Card shark, Garm, Morbius, Needhog, Star shark, the kraken, the lizard, and Tyrannosaurus Rex.
2: Yeah. What's the I, thing that lives in the Potomac River? That's not a creature. A sleeper.
1: That? That's a giant robot. No. Oh, it is a robot. Okay.
0: Thanks. Thanks for the clue, Steve. That was pretty, Sorry. pretty <laughs> good clue. Thank you.
1: I was surprised Cosmo wasn't one, uh, but he's just yeah. guardian. So okay. All right. Yep. Well, he's
2: actually not really a dog, right? Or is he? No, he, he is. is.
3: He's the dog that the Russians shot into space. Okay. In the sixties. All right. Yeah. He's but
1: they as since he's a. He's he he's, uh, he they show his team affiliation, not his uh, innate traits. Sort of what they do with like a hero card. So. Right, right, sure. Yeah. Well, what is the lizard trying to do, Steve? Oh well, the lizard's trying to do some regenerative research. So this is where we figure out which version of the lizard this is, because the te- the text says Peter Parker's research into the healing properties of lizard DNA has backfired turning him and all those who come in contact with his serum into reptilian monstrosities. Oh, I like it. Forced interrupt when the villain phase begins, heal one damage from each enemy. It has a straight, flat five threat and three boost icons. Interesting. Ooh. Okay. Why I like do you think this the one? threat
2: is flat? Like, no hinder, no nothing? Variety? Because there's going to be more enemies out in four players, and so it balances that way, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Okay.
3: Right. I kind of like it. Yeah. I kind of sure. like it cuz it's more than one court card. and It's not doing anything really, really. You could just leave it out there and, you know, you just end up having to take 10-12 damage off the villain over the course of a game or something like that.
1: This yeah. would be really fun with Sabretooth. <laughs> I was just thinking
3: that. Oh, <laughs> oh good lord. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that game.
1: Uh, yeah. That's it's long enough. Got to yeah. go if you're playing against him. So,
2: one of the reasons I'm so grateful that Mike showed up is I can't wait for him to read the flavor text of the next card. Okay, here
3: we go. Okay, Is it even my turn?
2: It's my turn. I'll, I'll read the card, but you do the flavor.
3: No, i, I got to read the flavor and the card. Okay, I have to. Ahead. I you have to. to. Right? i got to get into character. Yep, go ahead. Okay, the character here is a Experimental Injection, which is an attachment. Attached to the minion with the most remaining hit points. Hey, that hey. could be the Lizard. If you cannot, this card gains Surge. Attached yeah. Minion gains the creature trait. Oh. oh. And gets plus
2: four hit points. <laughs> 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 um, No boost icons? No boost oh,
0: icons. No.
2: And is there any reason that being a creature matters? Well, uh... You're a no.
3: lizard. It's no. turning you into a lizard. I, lo- I mean, I love that the scene. That's
1: great, but there's no mechanical... Uh, no, if you do a search on the database, uh, that doesn't turn up anything. the The only card that comes up that targets uses a creature keyword
0: other than a trait is this card. So, <laughs> future proofing. I like the idea. Yep. Um, um, yeah, I'm gonna give it away, guys. This artwork here is the same artwork that was in that annual Ghost Spider Annual number one, where this what actually yep. was the robot wizard i believe so um that's what yeah. that's what that's the reason why i went with it
1: yeah no you're you're absolutely right it's definitely the same art um what we have seen so far with this spider verse stuff their art selection from time to time is good art but not necessarily accurate art um uh, Right? Like, we saw some stuff with Prowler, where it's like, he's actually saving Miles, but they have him, like, tracking Miles or something like that.
3: Ah, but this is an experimental injection.
1: Anyone could be a lizard. That's right. Except for this art is technically a robot.
3: (laughs) But he's gained the creature trait. (laughs)
1: Oh, oh, it's okay then. Yeah, I gotcha.
2: (laughs) All right, finally, we have a treachery, two copies of which are in the Nemesis deck here. It's called In Cold Blood. When revealed, the lizard attacks you. You cannot play events until after that attack resolves. If no attack was made this way, this card gains surge and it has won, Bruce Icon. And here's my trivia for you guys. Who wrote a very famous book about a true crime titled In Cold Blood? Who,
1: who wrote the book or who's the book yeah. about? Who wrote the book? Uh, Can I call a
3: friend? He was an English teacher.
1: No. <laughs> sure, if it's me. <laughs> oh, uh, uh wait wait it's um Tom Sawyer. No no it's uh Truman Capote. Yes. Thank you. And I You're didn't welcome. look that up. I knew that. Well done. <laughs> Just took me a minute to get that name cuz it's not a very common name.
0: No. Well we Well there
1: there you have it guys. There's the
2: uh Nemesis set. What do we think? Okay.
1: What is the art on in Cold Blood though? Uh I see someone with a black hat, right? I I, I can't tell. Like You've got the face of the lizard thing up in the right. Yeah. But then I don't know what the stuff is he's looking at.
3: Looks like a decoy. It's like someone put a hat on a bale of straw. <laughs> I'm sure that's it. It's like Mr. <laughs> Potato Head.
2: Yeah. I, is that a dog with a fedora? <laughs> like, I uh,
3: like... But we're glossing over the main point here, which is this card is anti-Gwen.
1: Yeah. Very anti-Gwen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, you you don't get to play any of her interrupts or responses, right?
3: Yep, especially Protection Gwen, because all of hers are when you're defending.
1: Yep. It does suffer from the, if Lizard's not out, it doesn't do anything. I mean, it searches.
3: Aw, oh, yeah, there's that.
1: Yeah, but, you know, we might be the whole, like, you've, you've shuffled into a small deck and... You haven't killed the lizard because he heals two hit points around right now because you have the research side scheme and his natural healing, right? So maybe, maybe it triggers.
3: I've actually got a solution for this this trend we're seeing of oh, if only the deck was smaller. Just play this in Magog.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
3: You know those decks with what fifteen cards mm-hmm. in them? These will do great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this is one of those. Uh, Nemesis sets it would be a fun modular. Just play it right off the bat even. Because right. it does tech against her a little bit here and there, so it could be fun.
0: I have done that before. I've put this in with the hood and played it with yep. much. So that was fun. Before we move on. I think I figured out though the uh I think this is a wax museum and that Zorro wax figure has because his museum's on fire. Could that be oh, the, got the, it. the do you see oh. that? Okay.
3: I don't know if you made that up or not, but I'm going to go with that.
0: <laughs> Sounds good yeah, to me. I'm just staring at it for the first time ever, I feel. Yeah, you're right. Yep, looks good.
1: Well, there you go. What do we think? Yeah, so letter grade, guys.
2: What do you got? I'm a little really ho hum on this one. I'm going to go B minus until getting a creature trait really matters.
3: <laughs> it's an odd one because it's like some cards that aren't so aren't so, so impactful, and it's a couple that really really are B plus. I, I, Man, that obligation's that obligation's really bad. A is. minus by by bad. I mean, great for the villains. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, just am not feeling this one, guys. I'm probably throwing a C oh, at gosh. it. Yeah, really? I'm not, I'm not okay. real. You know, like no boost icons, hardly. Um, not many. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of impact, I don't think, in the game. And I, even, I think Mike said, just let that uh, let that side scheme sit out there and just simmer. I mean, I want to, I want I want to go after it, you know.
1: Yeah, but the three boost icons are actually worse. Yeah,
0: that's about the worst of of what I see here. Sorry, I don't mean to be a bummer.
1: Yeah, other than the obligation, the yeah, the rest of the set. I think you guys are right. It's it's mediocre beyond the obligation. So. Oh well, can't win them all. But you know what? You can win. You can win our contest that is still going on. <clears throat> it is not too late. So we have announced a contest previous in our 25 days of villainous you can check the links in our social media the show notes here the show notes there you can win a mutant genesis box courtesy of zach b who is one of our loyal listeners you can go back Mm. a couple episodes and listen to that uh for all the details or just check the links bill where can folks find you on the internet
0: well, I uh, hang around the discords as board game lawyer, and I also have a YouTube channel where I do playthrough videos of Marvel Champions. Yeah, you have
1: great videos. I suggest everybody goes and checks them out. They're always fun to watch. Oh, Thank you. So, Mike, if they do want to get a hold of us, how are they going to do it? Why?
3: They go and email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook, or you can find us on YouTube by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Loaf, Wandering too and Board Game Lawyer. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Hey, lizard, take us out.
0: Fresh meat.
3: Rawr.